Happy Friday, my friends. Hey, if you listened to Monday's episode, episode number 36, we talked about the power we have to change our life by changing the narrative we tell ourselves. We can truly train our brain to experience life differently by practicing thought patterns that focus on God's truth versus the enemy's lies about who we are. Today I want to talk a bit more about that and some of the biblical references that support a biblical narrative of who we are and what life can be like. Welcome to the Gracefield Leader Podcast. Do you want better work-life balance? Do you get stuck in patterns of perfectionism and people-pleasing? Have you always been an overachiever, but never really feel good enough, no matter how much outward success you achieve? Hi, I'm Tanya, a wife, mom, leader, Christian life coach, and Jesus lover. For most of my life, I tried to find worthiness through achievement, but no matter how hard I worked or how much I achieved, I never felt like I was enough. I was left burned out, empty, and exhausted. I had no time or energy for myself or my family. I needed balance. I needed peace. I finally started to live like an unconditionally loved daughter of the King, saved by grace. This faith-led podcast will teach you self-care routines and practical leadership strategies to help you navigate life and leadership. If you're ready to stop people-pleasing, and start living and leading God's way, this podcast is for you. Unbutton your blazers and roll up your sleeves, sister friends. It's time to get after it. Changing our narrative or our thought patterns is much like riding a bike. We start out falling down and crashing into trees, but eventually we're able to travel miles without even thinking about it. Well, that's because through practice, we are creating and strengthening neuromotor pathways in our brain. These pathways become so strong, once they're established through repetition and practice, they are virtually hardwired, and we no longer have to think about how to do it. Our body and our brain just know how. It becomes natural. Well... Our mindset and our personal narrative are similar. Once you develop a pattern of focusing on God's truths and focus on ways to positively live life and move forward, you develop a more natural tendency to do that regardless of your circumstances. This allows you to leave behind a life experience that has you playing the victim role and instead, live in the victory that a life of faith offers. It allows you to ditch pitiful and claim powerful. Let's look at a few scripture references that speak to a renewing of our mind and making our thoughts better aligned to the promises we find in God's word. Hebrews 4.12 tells us that the word of God is alive and active, sharper than any two-edged sword. This means that when we speak his word out, it holds spiritual power to affect literal change. It has the power 
to destroy the negative thoughts that the enemy is attempting to plant in your brain. I want you to think for a moment how powerful our thoughts are. Our thoughts are what lead to feelings. Our feelings are what lead to our words and our behaviors, our actions, what we're putting out into the world. Well, what we say and do is a direct reflection of our hearts. Think about that. Think about what you're putting out into the world. And if people can assume that that's a direct reflection of your heart, is that what you want them to think? Think about how powerful words alone have been in your life. How have the words of another person impacted how you view yourself and your life circumstances? I'm sure most of us have life experiences in which words have been terribly powerful. They've been powerful maybe in really negative, hard ways and really positive ways. If we carry the words of other broken humans and our own broken selves, and if we assume them all to be truth, we are potentially creating a whole reality for our lives that could be filled with the enemy's lies. In order to live a reality based in truth, we must seek to understand the only source of truth, which is God's word. Now we just thought about the power of human thoughts and words. Let's think about the power of God's word. Looking back at the story of creation, what do we know about the power of God's word? Do you recall how everything came into existence? Well, it was through God's spoken word. The entire first chapter of Genesis is basically God speaking every aspect of creation into being. You know the words, God said, let there be light, and there was light, etc., etc. Well, God's word has the power to change your life. James 1.21 says, So get rid of all the filth and evil in your lives, and humbly accept the word God has planted in your hearts, for it has the power to save your souls. John, in John chapter 1, verse 1, actually introduces Jesus as the Word. God's revelation to his people in the flesh. Jesus is the living Word of God, both fully God and fully human, who came to reveal himself to man and redeem them of their sins, if only they believe in him. John 17.17 tells us, Make them holy by your truth. Teach them your word, which is truth. God's word is truth. And we are told that God's word does not come back empty. Isaiah chapter 55 verses 10 through 11 says, As the rain and the snow come down from heaven, and do not return to it without watering the earth, 
in making it bud and flourish so that it yields seed for the sower and bread for the eater, so is my word that goes out from my mouth. It will not return to me empty, but will accomplish what I desire and achieve the purpose for which I sent it. God's Word and the power of the Holy Spirit are what offer us a new way of thinking, believing, and living. We don't have to wait until we get to heaven to experience God's kingdom. God intends for us to live kingdom lives here on earth. In Romans chapter 12, verse 2, the Bible tells us that we are to renew our minds in Christ. It says, Do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind, that by testing you may discern what is the will of God and what is good and acceptable and perfect. So what is good and acceptable and perfect? The will of God. And where do we find the will of God? In his word. And boy, I don't know about you, but I take a lot more comfort in that picture of life than I do in thinking about conforming to the world, especially as we see where the world is headed. But we have freedom in God's word and in his promises. We're reminded in Colossians chapter 3, verse 2, to set your minds on things that are above, not on things that are on earth. So whether it's that frustrating relative or employee or boss or situation, stop and think about that before you let yourself get buried in negativity, resentment, unforgiveness, frustration. Stop and think about God's truths. Set your minds on things that are above. And choose that instead of choosing to wallow in and get stuck in those negative feelings that are really of the flesh. And many of which are not based in truth. There are ways in which the enemy find us in our weakest places. Ephesians chapter 4 verses 22 to 24 says, Put off your old self, which belongs to your former manner of life, and is corrupt through deceitful desires, and to be renewed in the spirit of your minds, and to put on the new self, created after the likeness of God in true righteousness and holiness. So through our salvation, we're told we can have a whole new self. We are a new creation. Put off the old and put on the new. And what are the promises we have if we trust the Lord and his word? Well, here are a few. Proverbs chapter 3 verses 4 through 5 tells us, Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lead not on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him and he will make your path straight. 1 Corinthians chapter 10 verse 13 says, No temptation has overtaken you that is not common to man, 
God is faithful, and he will not let you be tempted beyond your ability. But with the temptation, he will also provide the way of escape, that you may be able to endure it. So he promises us, he equips us with just what we need in times of struggle and temptation. He gives us a way out. Yes, he allows us to be tempted, but he gives us a way out. So look for it. Ephesians chapter 6 verse 11 says, Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the schemes of the devil. 1 John 4 verse 4 says, Little children, you are from God and have overcome them, for he who is in you is greater than he who is in the world. He who is in us is greater than he who is in the world. So no matter how bad the world looks or how much crap the enemy slings at you, God is greater. God has a plan. God says you are protected when you put on his full armor. The armor of God is the belt of truth, the breastplate of righteousness, the shoes of the gospel, the shield of faith, the helmet of salvation, and the sword of the Spirit, which is God's word. God's word is our weapon against the enemy. The great truths of the Bible, the love of God, salvation through faith in Jesus Christ, the second coming, the second coming of Christ, the forgiveness of sin, grace and power to live for Jesus, these truths set us free from Satan's lies. The enemy would have us believe that we are sinful, hopeless, lost. The truth is that God's love and salvation have set us free. We have hope of eternal life, a life of abundance, peace, and joy. So if you're finding yourself caught in the enemy's snares of resentment, negativity, hopelessness, self-doubt, fear, or shame, I challenge you to immerse yourself in God's truth. Start every day with his promises. His word is a lamp unto our feet and a light unto our path. Rewire your brain, folks. Flood your mind with God's truth about who you are. When that knowledge grows, when you reject lies for truth repeatedly, life will seem lighter and brighter. Then let that light shine in such a way that the world starts asking you what you have because they desperately want some too. And then you get to tell them that you have Jesus. I pray this episode blessed you, spoke to you, or encouraged you in some way. If so, please share it with a friend and head on over to Apple Podcasts to leave me a review. That's the only way for me to know if you're enjoying the show. Nothing blesses me more than to hear from you. Also, come on over to our free Facebook community. This is a great place for us to support one another on our faith and leadership journeys. 
You can find the link to the group in the show notes or go to gracefieldleader.com forward slash community. If you have questions or content ideas for the show, please send me a message on SpeakPipe or via email. Go to gracefilledleader.com forward slash contact and leave a written or voice recorded message. I would love to know how I can best serve you on the podcast. Now to him who can do immeasurably more than we can ask or imagine according to his power that is at work within us. Ephesians 3 verse 20. Until next time, my friends, God bless.